That would be fun, though, because, man, like, at certain times, if you could really, like, pull off me and a woman and transition yeah. really well, like, do that androgynous yeah. transition. I definitely, I'm going to be arrogant about that. I probably could. Would you go to an interview as a woman every time, though? Oh, yeah. Like, there's certain times I would pick to be a woman if I could do that back and forth really well. Yeah, I'm tucking my balls and wearing a skirt. Yeah, there's certain times, mm, like... I ain't tucking my balls. <laughs> it's the Heckleproof Comedy Podcast with Zach Bolton. And Carl Lee. And Maddie J. Yeah, what's up, peeps? Welcome back to another episode of Helka Proof Podcast. Helka Proof. That's right. We starting the new year good, man. Having a good time enjoying our life. And also, we got two new sponsors. So I got to give a shout out to, first of all, to one of the original sponsors. So I want to thank you, Hawaiian Hut, for looking out for us. Thanks, Wes. And also, hey, we got the Courthouse Family Fitness. Courthouse Family Fitness. Courthouse. Family, family fitness, courthouse, mind your business, courthouse. Mm. <laughs> you might not fit this, but do Ooh. if you join Carl Fitness. Oh, Carl, oh, damn, yeah. Carl! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we are the courthouse family fitness boy band. That's true. Yeah, girl. Mm. Carl knows all about them courthouses. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there ain't no way you're fitting all this talent. Yeah, that's the only courthouse I walk out of. There's three of. things Carl knows. <laughs> Carl knows all about courthouses. Carl knows all about family. And Carl knows all about fitness. That's right. But I walk out of this courthouse. <laughs> that's true. He doesn't get stuck at this one. No charges. No charges. No charges. Yeah. Drop them charges. Still working now like regardless. Steady working out with no charges. Yeah. No charges. Steady drop working now charges. regardless. Like I dropped them dumbbells. I'm out the gym going the hardest. I'm oh. lifting bench presses. No more jail cells. You could go to the other gyms, but that's just regardless. That's regardless. Mm. No more no more putting money on my books. I'm on a treadmill getting lean. No more running like a crook. Oh, he's he at the just courthouse. living life clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No charges. And then when I get done working out, I go to the front desk and get me a smoothie. Ooh. I think that girl that served me, her name was Julie. And she was a groupie. Mm. And then later, Carl was stunting like, yeah, that chick knew me. Yeah, she knew <laughs> me. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Though. Carl didn't know her name because he was looking at her boobies. Oh, what's our other sponsor? <laughs> we what's also got sponsor? a brand new other sponsor, which is The Point. The Point. Central Point. Pub and Grill. It's mm-hmm. at Central Point. In Medford and a new location coming soon. That's true. That's really good food. That's really good food. And that is get them the fried point. pickles. The fried pickles. The fried pickles. Things. Yeah, man. That's what their that's what their slogan should be. When fried it pickles. comes to good food, that is the point. That's the point. Mm. Just get to the point. And they, they can have that. They can have that for free. I would normally charge for that. That's what I do for a living. I would normally charge for that, and they can have that for mm-hmm. free just for being our sponsor. Are Chadwick's you looking for good food? Got great food too, and great Chadwick's, comedy. Chadwick's yeah. Pub. Great they always have the same comedy. MC though, and it's kind of annoying. I know that motherfucker <laughs> need to figure it out. Go right, elsewhere. Yeah, he's like a, a broke ass <laughs> Bill Bellamy. He's like a broke ass, ass mountain. <laughs> he's like Bill Bellamy on a binger. Mm. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's like Poor Bill thing. Bellamy on a boat mm. on a binger. He's like, he's like Bill Bellamy with a funky blush. He's like Bill Smellamy. Mm. <laughs> he's like Bill Felony. Bill, Bill Felony. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Bill Felony. Yeah. yeah. 
Bill Felony. <laughs> Oh, no, that's the peak of me. this episode. Hey. You could just turn it off right now because it ain't getting better but than also, that. Let me that joke is the that joke. Of that's all, folks. That felony jokes brought yeah, to you by Chadwick. Brought to you by Chadwick. So, oh, let me see. I got to show you something that was really cool because mm-hmm. actually, Hawaiian Hut, the owner West, mm-hmm. amazing guy, mm-hmm. he had this made for me. Oh, what? He had oh, that frame that. for me, bro. Damn. Look at that. Yeah. That's sick. That's crazy that's beautiful. Thank you, Wes. My man did this for me, bro. Right. And was, that's not a Photoshop. You are really actually doing That's it. me. And that's, that's actually it. Carl. That's actually Carl. That is. I know it looked a lot man. like like a prettier version of Carl. Yeah, looked, that was Carl before he was. Now he's Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right. So thank you, Wes, man. This is that's awesome. That's pretty cool, man. That's so it. dope. That's is, sick, man. bro. Yep. Where are you going to hang that up at? Uh, over your bed. Mm. Oh, perfect. <laughs> now maybe you'll finally be able to finish. Over your bed. <laughs> she will. <laughs> oh, that's a double <laughs> that's a sided joke. Cool, Carl. Uh, cool. Yeah. This, this, whole, guys, this whole episode. Your mom notices your erections. Cool. <laughs> whatever. Are you doing a throwback? I just asked not to do a throwback to another. I literally just asked. He just asked. And also, no, you know. We want to talk about. We want to talk about on this episode. What's that? We want to talk about. Where we are. Where are we at right now? We're in Oregon. That's We're right. in a house. We're in Southern Oregon. We're in Oregon. And we are We Oregon are in Southern Oregon. Folk. Oregon. This episode is going to be dedicated to what it means to be an Oregonian. We're yeah. in Oregon. Right. We're in Oregon. I don't know if a lot of people know too much, especially where I'm from, Virginia. Yeah, they that think that the we're country. like Wild West. They think we're like Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if you say Oregon, Portland? Like, Portland? No. Portland? Pretty, pretty fucking far from Portland. Pretty far. Right. But then also people that live here don't know that anything else exists either. Well, they do know now. If you don't know, what now do you, you know. If you don't know, now you know. Baby, baby. No, you got to say, the, I can't say the words. Well, so you have it. to say it when I press say it. it. If you don't know, now you know. Say it. Say it. If you don't know, now you, go, now you know. Did you just mess up that lyric? Yeah. Say if it. you don't know, now <laughs> yeah. you know, Carly. Say it. If you don't know, now you know, Carly. I'll beat you with I this microphone. This is my it. buttons. Put my buttons. If you don't know, now you know. Big up. <laughs> oh, that was oh, what the button was. That's what it was. That's a handy button oh, to have sometimes. Because right? so there's certain song the lyrics you can't do without that button. Then I, I can't stop talking like Biggie. <laughs> it was all a dream. Once you did it, I can't stop talking. <laughs> How did he even rap on Who's track? Water, screw us, How did he even rap without having a heart attack every single time? Oh, you can you imagine a guy walking up the studio like, let me get all this beat. Right. You sound like, he sound like Dom DeLuise lusting after a sandwich. I don't know what the hell is He's the you. only mouth breather that's ever been a rapper. It was oh. all a dream. You, like, you want to get on Biggie? I, like, I don't think I can get on Biggie. Cream. I'm not. Like, I could try to climb on. I just slide the fuck off. Let me try. It's two rounds. Say like everybody has, all those rappers have, like, 50 Cent. He's got the, he don't, he don't move his teeth. That's how you, you know, talk about 50 Cent. Like this, man. Hey, he's 50. I just Y'all want know to be like, man. I'll tell you right now, man. We're going there. Out there. Hey, baby, Sim, Sim, <laughs> Yeah. You don't sound I like 50 at all. Do you need? Do you need? It's like he got a facelift. Maybe he got a facelift. It's easy to love me now. Could you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me? Would you love me if I didn't smell so good? Would you still love me if I locked up and sent to a quarter century? Could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? 
Now, what you're we the only just person, did was I think the white the, version and the black version. Right. I think you're the only person the that actually knows the words. The white understood him. I used to listen to that song the Negroes all the time, understood man. me. And I understand. If I got locked up and them. sentenced to the core century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? <laughs> That's true. He you can. If I wrote like, you a love letter, would you write back? That was back right. then when they did movies over the radio. Just, <laughs> that was like, you just put the cock in the Asian. Yeah, That's just, what you just did. You put the cock in Asians. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I love, I gotta tell you, Asian. man. So, uh, what does it mean, though? What does it mean? That's, that's the thing. So, Oregon is this mystery state for people who haven't been beautiful. here. Or people who haven't been to the West Coast, mm-hmm. it there's a lot of you don't like, talk about Oregon or watch. Yeah, people it. don't understand it. They know California. You know what's funny though? Sometimes they the one thing they know is Simpsons. They're yeah. like, oh, isn't that supposed to be in Oregon? And we're like, some oh, shit maybe. like that. Yeah, you know. But it, but they said it was Springfield, Massachusetts, or some shit. That that no, 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 yeah, it's a lot of Springfield. Springfield, Illinois could mm-hmm. could be a lot of places. So, but honestly, but the point is, but if I say someone right now, especially being a comedian, if I say to my right. boys, I'm on the West Coast. Oh, you in L.A.? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you down in the Bay? Mm-hmm. No. Yep. You in Seattle? Yeah. Yep. No. Well, not even that, man. It's like, you in Bigfoot territory? I think yeah. you hit it. I think you hit it. The Bay and L.A. They think West Coast. Of course. And then we're not talking Coos Bay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I lived there for like five years. Uh, that explains Ugh. it. I look like a ghost. That explains it. I look like a ghost. I didn't see this. The sun shines there like three days a year. What? What the fuck were you doing in, in Coos Bay? I lived there from fifth grade until like, end of, like beginning of fifth grade until like end of eighth grade. I could talk about Coos Bay now because I no longer do business with them. I told you this when you. <laughs> I used. I used to do. I told you, yeah, like, I told you about this when you were yeah, talking about like the, the shows at the mill. Casino. At the mill. I like you that you've withdrawn your whole yeah, business. Exactly. From I just a want city. you motherfuckers to know how I feel. Like now. it doesn't even matter uh-huh. if it's a brand new amazing uh-huh. venue. The whole uh-huh. city's out now. That place. That's is how so bad they treated Carl. I could talk about the city it now. is out. I mean, you think Medford's bad with like drugs and stuff, but fucking Coos Bay—that's all they have. I'm gonna tell you just because the most common church in Medford is. Methodist. Methodist. Let me tell you a Coos Bay story. Like I was out oh, there brilliant. when I first was doing my Oregon tours. I was out there doing the Coos Bay was part of the tour. Yeah. This was years ago, and so afterwards we, me and my other comic Don Trenega, my homeboy, love you Don, Iowa cat. We went out to hang out. It was a group of redneck ignorant fucks, mm. and this girl said to me, "Ah, white chubby white redneck girl, ah." I fucked a nigger once like this shit was nothing. Just like she right. said, I fucked up. Like she just said, I fucked a tomato once. Like right. that's the way she just said This is the word. She didn't, the way she didn't she struggle. It was nothing. Like, no struggle. I fucked a nigger once. And I was really offended because I wanted to find this nigger and kill him for right. setting oh us back. God. Yeah, she like said it like it was us. nothing to what us. The, right. What yeah. in the get out was going on there? Yeah, what the get out <laughs> was like, going up there. That's like sitting down at the Billion Man March. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you're doing it wrong. You're not, <laughs> not, not really. It's like, what you mean? You just gonna stop marching right, right halfway, here? <laughs> I got halfway through the bridge, and I was yeah, like, but fuck I'll this. never forget that. But that was a, one of my Coos Bay stories. So that That's girl said crazy. that, and I can, and I knew, and right, and she was ugly as fuck. She looked like a, she looked like her dad. I know she looked <laughs> like, her, like whatever her dad looked dad. like. She looked I'm like I'm just yeah. picturing like a bulldog yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Like, she just looked like her dad. That. She was just like this big husky chick, like uh. had calluses on her face. Like, when the fuck? What you doing with calluses on your face? How'd you face? get them on there? <laughs> and she might not have even been with an actual black man. She just might have fucked a mechanic. Or like, about didn't shower after work. You know what I mean? This is just darker than what she's used to. And then she's telling all her friends, yeah. like, oh, his name was Tyrone. Like, no, it wasn't. It was TJ, bitch. So that was my. So that I will say, 
the worst thing I've experienced in Oregon. That was before I even lived here. I still yeah. think I was still living in Arizona at the time. But yeah, so now I was doing Oregon tours. That's how I landed in Mefford doing. That was in Coos Bay though. That, that, yep, it was in Coos Bay, bro. How you end up over there? <laughs> you're not even in Oregon. How do you end up there and think that you're part of the superior race? <laughs> That's the bigger question. Like, how do you live in Coos because Bay you and look around and go bro, like, yep, this is God's yeah. people. You got to understand the comedy circuit back then was so huge. Yeah. I would be everywhere. So so you have bookers from all over, right, uh, right. regional. Just kind of went where it was. Yeah, so I get in contact with bookers or whatever. And, and man, next thing you know, they got all these, these runs was like, so the booker out here, actually, he had me like, oh, yeah, so let me see. He was based out of Vancouver, Washington, and he used to have gigs in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. Mm. So I would do Montana tours. I would do Oregon tours. So it was part of that. Gotcha. So that's how gotcha. I did So in all of those states, like, what was it about Oregon that you think makes it stand out, like, from your standpoint of seeing that and seeing the other states and crowds? Yeah, okay, because that's a good point, because I was born and raised in Virginia. Right. I lived in Wisconsin. Right. In Minnesota, and I lived in Arizona, so I it was I man I just I, I just really like credit to like the law of attraction, like a divine intervention of getting me here because this is the most loving and most coolest place besides where I was born and raised in Virginia that I, <clears throat> that I ever experienced. But it was just like these so like as a comic, <clears throat> you think. Um if you're performing to an Oregon crowd, does it feel like you're going to get more leeway? Like you're going to get more love? Not really. I've done it all. I've been it. You, you know, still got to prove yourself. I've still got to prove yourself. Yeah, because because the thing is, man, is what I've learned too is when you're going everywhere from Iowa, Mississippi, and I've done all that stuff. Like you, a lot of comics, especially they early on, they got a set. They got a thirty minute set. That's what they do. Hour set. That's what you do. Word for word. <clears throat> yeah, for verbatim. Or worse. And you take that shit everywhere you go. And yeah. then I learned in my journey, you can't. You know what I mean? So get a backup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would come to Oregon or wherever, Mefford, because I actually, this was the first gig you ever did in, in Mefford. Ground Zero. Ground oh, yeah. Zero. <laughs> that puts a oh time stamp God. on it. Ground for sure. Zero was a. That's shit. O's, right? They O's call that shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. They I call never, that shit a meat market. That I shit never, was not a fucking meat market. I never experienced that shit was a spam market. I never that experienced that. candied. Carpet before <laughs> until Ground Zero, like candied carpet, literally ground zero. just a layer yeah. and a of buffet. depression and desperation and CK one yeah. and whatever the clone yeah. was. In yeah, the- yeah, 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 oh, yeah, CK one, yeah, <laughs> fucking CK one. Yeah, Maddie, look, Ground Zero, fucking like, like it was OHP. <laughs> It was like OHP meets dance fever. Like that was just like OHP. Just broke ass chicks, just like oh, no fucking that will. She wants they should be famous. <laughs> come tomorrow, but not on purpose. She wants. <laughs> yeah. They show all these broke ass single moms, all these broke ass brothers in there trying to get these chicks and they had a fucking buffet. They had a buffet with like tacos. My mom was an tots. avid my mom was an avid customer there. Oh. Damn. Mm. Ground the great zero. thing about Ground Zero is what it really yeah. means. Like, Ground Zero is where, like, you know, it's going to get decimated and get blown <laughs> yeah. to shit because that's Ground Zero. That's right where, like, where the worst of the disaster is. <laughs> right, and, right. And that was right. a great metaphor for what would happen. Like, if you went out to get laid at Ground Zero, it was going to be the worst disaster. <laughs> it was. It was some shit. You was going to wake up to some shit. And they like, had a DJ yeah. room. Yeah. Oh, God. You remember that fucking gross ass shit? So yeah. they had, like, back then. DJs were treated like they were actual musicians. It was kind of strange. Yeah, and so you would get like these these. So they were like like little these groupies. Kind of? 
Yeah, yeah, you would get, like, these groupies for a certain DJ, and whenever that DJ would come through town, like, they were all going to fuck him. It was, like, a, it was a weird time. It was very uh-huh, weird. Uh-huh. Because at that uh-huh. point in time, electronic music and dance music was a huge fucking thing. It was, right. like, taken off. So if you were a DJ, you were almost greater than a rock musician because rock was on the way out, and DJ was on the way in, and electronica was on the way in, techno and all that shit. So these DJs would go to places like Ground Zero, and they were not even that great at DJs. They were more like, yeah, I, I pick the songs in a playlist yeah, and exactly. play. They weren't like actually spinning songs and mixing. They weren't doing quick. like, you know, mashups or anything that requires yeah. talent. They were pushing buttons. But these nasty ass desperate women at the end of the night like oh well at least i can get dick from the dj and he'll take me into this and they had this gross <laughs> at least ass i could get dick from the dj yeah they had this gross that. ass just, side room <laughs> that was like dj <laughs> dick room and everybody <laughs> knew it was, the, see, it was the dj bj room you'd see a woman go in there and she looked halfway normal when she came in and come out and her lipstick is it's like on over. the side of her face now somehow like dj okay. denied dj bj yeah it's like what do you think happened in there a fucking remix is what happened in there <laughs> a fucking remix <laughs> fucking remix he remi- remixed the guts. <laughs> That's what happened. The fuck it up. He chopped it up and screwed. Yeah. Chopped, chopped, and screwed. Yeah, so that was my experience. So, and I ended up. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, Ground Zero was not like your, your impression that was your of what first well, experience. It was kind of <laughs> weird, man, because uh, so then I'm, you know, I met someone here. My kid's mom, I met her. Yeah. And I, and I, I met just, my first bit of mama. I had to move out here to, to move out here. So, Ground Zero was like. And the booker was based out of Reno, the woman that used to book it. So she used to hit me up because comics would fall out. They, they couldn't. So, 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 but I moved in there. So, and I, I used to go in there and fill in and shit. But my kid's mom was working at Rovizia and Chadwick's. She was a waitress. Ooh. Oh, it all ties in. Yeah, there we go. So she was a waitress. So Damn. management knew of me being a comic. I would come through there. And they asked me to start that show. So in 05, that's when it, boom, Chadwick took off. Jeez. So that was like an amazing. And now you're 50. You got a special guest. One. <laughs> he wanted to hear your. Throw that one on that bitch. He wanted to hear Carl's Throw origin that story. One on hey, that bitch. Uh, Go get me some Benadryl. Right. This goddamn mm-hmm. cat. Go, I'm a cat Carl's allergic shit. to pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wanted to hear your origin story. That's yeah. all. C- give me some Benadryl, Levi. This that cat guy. has got significantly this thicker cat have me <laughs> Breaking out. This cat gonna give me COVID. This is the cat that has so many names, too. <laughs> this cat gonna give me COVID. Give cat me some goddamn. Cat of many names. Give me some Benadryl. His current name is actually. Uh, and some fentanyl. Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, uh, Shank Williams Jr. That's his current name. Shank Williams. Shank yeah. Williams. Shank Williams. Shank. So it was crazy because, like, uh, growing up, man, I always gravitated to diversity. Always had different types of races I hung out with. So coming yeah. out here, you I, you <laughs> always look like a, a marketing recruitment. That's it. I, we I always look like a brochure for a university. You look like the Power Rangers <laughs> without the outfit. Divine class of February. Well, I mean, yeah. like you had a black guy, you had an Asian. You guy. were you were Voltron without the robots. We look like something. We look like a. I look like everywhere I went, Lou Pearlman was trying to put a boy band together. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you look no like the what? He you look like the left. The you look like the leftover. Second choices for all the boy bands, yeah. and they recycled. I was them. that. I was always the black cool guy in the NBC '90s sitcom. <laughs> that was hey, Carl, and Carl be, be like showing up with a ball. What's up, guys? Right, and Carl's you long- just show up in the scene, and everyone's yep. cheering. And, exactly. and your exactly. and your only line is to be like, <laughs> "Hey, guys!" Or, and just smile real loud. Or, or yeah. you crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
No, <laughs> you didn't. What you talking about? Look at the camera. Hush your mouth. Right. Have a, like a nice little catchphrase. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yo, mama. <laughs> Yo, mama. <laughs> you know, right there, your eye just. Right. But I come out here, man, and it was like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't hang out a lot. I was going on the road, come home. Take care of the household, chill with my kids, do my thing. I didn't hang out a lot. I didn't have a lot. So, but what was then, your what was your first impression of Oregon crowds coming from other places? Any, nothing. Any different? Nah, or kind of the same. Exactly. It was just. I've been uh, told by some comics that they have a un uh, natural fear of doing political jokes and that mm. lean towards a certain way because they have an impression that Oregon is a little bit yeah yeah conservative yeah. and like yeah, I can't really yeah, do yeah, my thing. Yeah. But in my experience, like I. Uh, you know, I've seen comics come here and, and get pretty wild with it, yeah. and no one ever cared. And, <laughs> right. and there was one comic that came through, and his whole routine, he was really good at playing off of what was going on in front of him. <coughs> and uh, he came through here, and he did a whole show uh, basically about how shitty this place was. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And that can go really wrong in the wrong place. I've seen that before here, too. If you Chinese. do it. But uh, it hit really well. And, like, I think the cool thing was the people here um, basically – went with that premise they were like oh you're gonna make fun of us okay we're all in on this let's uh-huh. do it <clears throat> and so that's one thing for me i would say to other comics that might be listening to this podcast yeah. you know don't be afraid of oregon you know i wouldn't necessarily come here and start you know saying you love kate brown yeah. but outside of that shit. i think you're gonna be fine shit don't say that yeah. man you can't be kate, you can't be pro kate brown as a comic <sighs> in oregon nah. people just cancel you they don't tell you, but in their minds, they cancel True. you when you're True. on stage, and they just yeah, they, they start going to their phone watching TikTok. Yep. You know, if you if you even went on the stage, it might actually be funny to try to as a comic see if you could recover from that. Like, yeah, you guys love Kate Brown as much as I do. <laughs> start exactly. Show That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, you know what I hate the fucking economy. Anyway, anybody else here love Kate? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, so to me. I don't have much perspective. I'm born and raised Mm -hmm. here, so I haven't Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time outside of Oregon. The most time I've spent outside of Oregon would probably be Seattle, that area. Yeah. I've been up there a lot. Which is totally different. It's a whole, Seattle's a whole other world. Mm -hmm. And this was Seattle, you know, before all of. Nirvana. uh, Yeah. Sir Mix a lot. No, this is Seattle. This is post Nirvana, but this is, this is pre. um, Madonna. What's the homeless? What's. (laughs) What's the homeless uh, section up there that are the Macklemore, the big famous? Oh. <laughs> you know, this is this is pre all of the the protesting and everything like that, and Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So it was still, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, not that it ruined Seattle by any means, but I just mean to say it was a lot more relaxed environment. There wasn't a lot of like craziness going on. So yeah. I was lucky enough to be in Seattle when there wasn't tension. Right. Well, I mean, it was 1950, so of course there was. Oh yeah, it wasn't. On. Right. And you know, I, mean, I <laughs> over the years is is. As you do, I've been careful with my kills and never been discovered. <laughs> my kills, <laughs> my kills. You know, and uh, sound so nuts. With so, my kills, sound like a cool thing. I mean, I do have prominent, <laughs> sharp. You know, I got the teeth, and and you know, sure, I got that timeless vampire thing, but it doesn't. You know, that's for somebody else to say, and not me. But uh, no, to uh, to me, Oregon. The cool thing about this place is that uh, half the people I feel were raised by one culture and became this culture. Good point. So I like, see that. And that, that's exactly my story. Like I'm raised on a farm, literal redneck. Yeah. Yeah. Style. Yeah. It's country. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, hate country music, end up loving hip hop and rap. Like, yep, yep. Going yeah. as far away as I can to that. Yeah. You know, and uh, now it's unique because I have both perspectives, you know, which is interesting. Like, I, I get the whole down home values and, yep, yeah, and yep. small town ethics and, yeah. and love and, and respect and protect your neighbor. You know, mm. like, respect and protect is not a thing in a lot of areas in the country. But right. at the same time, I also uh, am blessed to not have stayed only that like i was able to have amazing experiences because of stepping out of being just that one thing yeah and never would have done comedy if yeah. that's all i was going to be mm-hmm. or never would have done music if that's all i was going to be i just would have been a farmer right which is nothing wrong with it but um i find in oregon that a lot of times um not really as much as a rebellion thing but as an experiment the kids go way the opposite direction as the parents and so like if you're raised by hippie parents uh, like my like autumn, she's one of our comics at yeah, yeah. Comedy mm-hmm. Underground. She's got these great stories about how, like, you know, she wished that her parents would have spanked her because she had to sit and fucking in a timeout and talk about her feelings for three hours. She's like, my friends are getting spanked and it's over in five minutes and it's done. And my parents want to talk about the reason why my feelings came up and and maybe talk about my heart chakras and them not being aligned. I'm pretty sure there's some trauma in both of those. Right. So she literally, <laughs> she literally became uh, like a Catholic youth counselor. Like Holy she went religious, which is what her parents hate. Uh huh. Her parents, uh-huh. hated it, you know? And so it's, uh-huh. but I, there's a mm-hmm. lot of that story. She rebelled. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that, that kind of story in Oregon where the apple falls way outside of the orchard and then maybe it rolls back maybe it does right mm-hmm. whereas a lot of time in in other states it's like oh my dad was this and his uh-huh. dad was this and that's what i am you know and it's yeah, that's like, a good point mm-hmm. some states have that 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 family value keeping in so my great-grandfather was a lawyer right and I, so like we've all been always been caught i could say i could say some shit like alabama mm-hmm. would be one of those states that mm-hmm. like the apple falls pretty straight Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alabama's one of those, you know, it's just a family thing that carried on tradition, education, business, just a lot of like this. I is will what, say though, the South. I can say the South. I will say okay. I, Oregon women, oh, that's one thing that I do love about the state. I don't, there's something, there's a unique level of subtle tomboyishness. Oh, to an Oregon woman like in self that's the Midwest self reliance, self sufficiency. My 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 lady's a tomboy. She she talked about that. Yeah, and it's not a it's yeah. not a large amount, but it's like uh, you know, and you'd say that same thing probably in Texas in certain states mm-hmm, too. But mm-hmm. it's like that that girl who you know she she filled her elk tag this year and you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. I mean? like, yeah. Oh, I didn't shoot my deer this year, but my lady got her elk. You know. <laughs> I mean, my lady, but, she's a. Um, she was a she's a tomboy. She she'll tell you she was a tomboy, but she's just very handy around the house too. Like, right? Just like I'm always hearing the drill go off. Like, God damn, it's three in the morning. Like, what the fuck she doing? Then well, you realize and she in there masturbating with the goddamn drill. <laughs> right? That is not what why. are you What are you building? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Nothing. That's just me and my Ryobi. I'm sorry. <laughs> relationship. I'm sorry. Me and me and Ryobi in the yeah. closet. Ryobi. <laughs> But no, to me, it's uh, there's like a resilience there that's kind of cool, and it's not just in the farm girl either. It's just, yeah, I think women in Oregon, even just this weird ass mm. climate, you know, it's hard to be a woman in places where the weather changes a lot because you like your hair and makeup and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. If you're trying to look good in the yeah. Oregon climate, for yeah, your hair has to be good for three different types of weather. And right. It's just good a different point. type of yeah. resilience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you know, you think a girl uh, in Chicago goes out without hairspray. Shit. 
Well, yeah. even well, even in like like let's say Louisiana, humidity. Yeah. With Anna? Yeah, you, you think you're, you you're going to straighten out. your hair? You got to hold it. Yeah, hold it. You got to straighten your really hair from Louisiana. Yeah, you cannot. Don't go out there with a curl. Don't go with a perm in Louisiana. Even in the South, like. I have a I have a buddy that's from Louisiana. He's like, it be 95 degrees out there, man. Them mosquitoes, they eat your arms up. You still got to wear them long sleeves. That motherfucker ain't from the South. He from Louisiana. Louisiana, he had that list. You could drive through. You could drive through and get some alcohol and, and go straight it, home. Why That's is true. it that like eight out of ten times that guy works for the post office? <laughs> Have you noticed that? Why is it everybody from Louisiana has worked for he the did. post office? He did. You know what's funny? He worked for BLM. He didn't work for the post office, oh, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah, no. It's still a government BLM. Job. He worked for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, he did. He started it. <laughs> he started the Black Guys Bladder movement. I gotta go. Back. Black Guys <laughs> Bladder. Black, I gotta go pee. Black Guys Bladder movement. Literally, Carl. Carl pee break. Carl. <laughs> Carl. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now that guy's gone. What's actually happening is like, <laughs> what's actually happening, I'm like, Carl, go give me a lighter. I need another lighter. Carl. Carl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a first for us. We lost a member. We lost him. He's gone. He's gone for good. Now it's just two privileged white guys with a yeah, microphone. Carl. We got we to gotta, we oh, gotta fill in. Oh, three privileged welcome white guys back, with a microphone. Welcome back. Welcome back. White privilege. Guess who's white? <laughs> Let me tell you, he gets a lot of kids just perfectly well. <laughs> We're all white. <laughs> Welcome We're back three to, friends. Welcome back to the White Guy Look podcast. Who's white, look who's white. Look who's white. Look who's white. Look who's white. Yeah, we're kind of uh, we're shades of white. My basketball name is White Howard. I'm actually not white. I'm pink. Oh well. Mm. I would have gone with glow. I would say medium rare. Glow. <laughs> medium. <laughs> Just medium. <laughs> He's definitely rare. You see all the fucking hits he got off his episode. True. True. Clearly, the ladies have spoken. You know, <laughs> like yeah. there's three other guys in the podcast. Meager numbers. Apparently, we, we should have Levi up. Here. We put Levi in the fucking corner, and all of a sudden, Carl didn't boom. actually. Carl didn't actually have to go to the bathroom. We just decided to. Yeah, we knew the ratings weren't there. We're watching the numbers. <laughs> this is a live show. You guys don't realize it, but think, we're watching the numbers. And Carl got fucking booted. He I got. I think it's funny that you think there's any women that actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair we should point. change our name from heckle proof to pussy proof. <laughs> right. <laughs> change it. Uh yeah. What? One pussy came in the room and Carl had to flee. <laughs> right. All right. Carl has fleas? What? All right, get your ass right. up. Get out of that seat, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta make Rick make way for, for you, Carl. Maybe you could have stayed, but you didn't wear a courthouse family fitness shirt. So yeah, you out. Not, yeah, you out. You wore a shirt with your name on it. Yeah. How you self-serving. Pompous asshole. Self-serving. <laughs> So my thing is, uh, you guys miss me. Like I'm from uh, here. You're from here. I'm from here. Born right, and raised. I, right. I so came what does here. It, what does it mean to you? Like if, if you, uh, in your mind, <coughs> somebody tells you, Oh, I'm a native Oregonian. What does that mean to you as a person who is from here? Mm. What do you think it takes to be a native Oregonian? I, well, you have to be from here or live the majority of your life here. That was insightful. Thank you for that. That's it. That's all. Good night, folks. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. You got to understand. You just feel like it's any other state or you think there's. No, there's <laughs> things. There's, it's a different. <clears throat> it's a different atmosphere in Oregon than it is anywhere else, in my opinion, at least our in the Rogue Valley, for sure. I think you're just as likely to run into. A music concert as you are a rodeo. Oh, for sure. You said There's a it, lot bro. of diversity. That's a damn good point. There's a little bit of Texas yeah. here yeah. in some ways. Yeah. 
There's okay, a lot I of think diversity. if you were a transplant yeah. from Texas, you'd feel a little more comfortable here. Trans Am. Some ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How was your no. pee? It was good, man. It was good. It was good. Flow a lot, the Nile River. It flowed real good. <laughs> and then Carl went and used my bathroom. <laughs> And my bathroom had never been used. Oh yeah, you gotta need before. some. You need some air freshener and toilet paper. Oh, by the way, the carpet. But I love Oregon for its um, the nature. Yeah, we got a lot of that. the outdoors is just amazing. It's beautiful, yeah, and I don't. That. I don't do a lot of hiking. I don't do a lot of that stuff. But I just, it's it's just what it. You appreciate other people <laughs> that hike and right. take photos. Yeah, the scenery, just being out when you're out. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's like when I'm riding through my <clears throat> through my car window as I'm driving through without walking, I appreciate mm. the scenery. There we go. Right. Best there viewed from a glass mm. coffin. Oh, it's a lot though. There's people that come here that like, you know, live in these Texas or flatter places where they're like, Why you guys have mountains? Yeah. That's true. Our mountains seem yeah. like mountains to like, us. Yeah, yeah, we have mountains. Exactly. But, but I mean, I lived But then here. if you go to Montana, they're like, you don't have yeah. mountains. I lived here. I lived in Colorado, and Colorado was like super mountainous, obviously. Utah has like. Yeah. Mm. So Utah, you're like, I mean, Colorado. you're used to it because you've seen mountains here, obviously. So, but it's a different. It's type a different. Of, yeah. It's a different. I feel like all our these mountains are A cups. They're A cups. Yeah. They're different beauties, though. But then you come here, and like, you have A-cup everything. Mountains. We have so many lakes. We have so many. Mountains we can hike or trails we can hike. Yeah. Somebody once told me 45 minutes. 45 minutes from whatever you want to do. Yeah. Mm. Right? So you're 45 minutes from a river, 45 minutes from a lake, 45 minutes from a concert, 45 minutes from historical, 45 minutes Mm. from... You know, gold mining, 45 minutes from, you know, all these different things. Well, that's a good point because that's one thing I love about... Okay. I grew up in Virginia. We call seven cities. Mm Mm-hmm. Tidewater, Hampton Road, seven cities. You had seven cities like the south of Portland next to each other, miles away, a few miles away. So then I go to a small college town in Wisconsin, and right next door is Minnesota. I live there, a little small town. Then I go to Phoenix, boom, back to the big city. Right. It served its purpose. It was fun. It was good. Then I come here, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Portland is how many miles away? I mean, hours away. Four hours. And Seattle. Right, seven. And the Bay Area. Four or five. Yeah, Sacramento. So I'm like, now this is dope. I can go to all these yep. nice major cities and, and do not what I have to live in them. And come right back. <laughs> L.A. too. That's why I used to do a lot of flying going to L.A. because it was like everything was so convenient for me. Right. And I can just come back here in this little, little valley and enjoy myself and rejuvenate. And, not, and that's one thing I appreciate. Like everything, I can go out there and get all that and come right back and yeah. chill out instead of... Being in that mix of that saturation or whatever right. it could be. And that's one thing I love about being in this particular part of Oregon, Southern Oregon, is the access we have to a, to, to a, like a, a bigger social scene for a minute. You know, you yeah. can do some shopping. You can do these things and, you know, and then come right back here and chill out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Another weird thing about it to me is, like, we have – a little bit of leftover Wild West in Oregon in some ways. It's Yeah, there's I still can see that. Big chunks of the, wild, wild of the state you drive through, and it's just long wild, wild fields. Eastern Oregon cows is way different than and, it is to over here, for sure. Right, and, and in that way, it's almost like uh, <clears throat> somebody even told me who had gone to Ireland. They're like, Oregon and Ireland have some similarities to them. There's so much green, number one, and 
Yeah. So much open land and different things. But uh there's not a lot of black I think people. there's also there's also a vibe that's a little different. What did like, you say? <laughs> I didn't hear it. He's like Oregon Ireland a lot of the like. I said, Yeah, there's not a lot of black people. Oh. You said he's the, he's never what, been to Portland. He's never seen the Trailblazers game. <laughs> that's yeah, no. Oh, Black Leprechaun. Yeah, you might not know this about Oregon, but only Portland, all the all the black folks have migrated there. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a fact. Yeah. Zach would like Which to Which people share don't with you. know, Portland has a <laughs> huge black population. At one point, the state of Oregon did not allow blacks. It was a law that blacks couldn't live in Oregon. How when was that? <clears throat> oh, man, they just took it out of the Constitution. It was like six and a half months ago, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2016. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Right. No, it, no, was, it was sooner than you think. It That's was why we 90s. suck at basketball. Yeah. It was like in the in the, the late 80s. Yeah, it was It was something wow, like that. Wow, what? It, they wasn't. I feel like everybody liked Eddie Murphy enough. Things started changing. They rock rock came even, out, and they're like, even, right, even places, even places like here, the farmers, they saw Eddie Murphy, and they're like, oh. It was before Raw because Clyde Drexler came. It was right during Delirious. Clyde. Clyde Yeah, so that was a law, man. And it was, um, yeah, it's it's amazing when you think about that. Like, wow, you made, you motherfuckers made a law to keep blacks from out. Like, but. I mean, I didn't make the law. Yeah, well. Yo, great, great, great. But it's funny because it's gone really fast. It's gone from a place where when I grew up, it was mostly farmers. Uh Like, especially in Eagle Point, which is the area I grew up, it was, like, mostly farms and farmers. And by the time I was leaving high school, 80% of those farms were done. Yeah. And there were people who just bought those properties because they had a lot of land, and maybe they had some livestock, but they weren't, like, actually farmers. They were just regular people who were like, oh, this is pretty. This is cool. It's out in the middle of nowhere, whatever. And it happened that fast. It happened in 18 years where you could see people – riding horses on a paved street like literally like there was hitch posts at high school mm-hmm. where you could tie your horse down when you rode into high school you could tie your horse up wow <laughs> i mean that, yeah it was that shit was and it's funny it seems like such a big like bygone era yeah. but that was very much like when i grew up here that was still happening and then yeah. not even Six years ago, there was a guy who like tried to steal something at Walmart, and there was literally a guy on a horse who roped him. Roped him, yeah. <laughs> it point. was in the news. Eagle point. He roped and him. That makes so sense. It's still yeah. actually that makes kinda, sense. There's still that yeah. viral. I like that though. There's still like that element. That. Well, even I, since like the '90s, when I was a kid, so much stuff has changed. Tell me something. Here and like, here. I mean, I remember when they had like I, I went bowling yesterday with my girlfriend and her family. And we went to Roxy Ann, went to Lava. I was like, man, when I grew Ann up, was I the only to, one. I was like, man, I went bowling in Medford Lanes right there off Riverside, right there where uh-huh. Kids Unlimited's yeah. at. Oh, dope. Okay. That's and where, because I, I yeah. live right around the corner on Haven. They weren't the right only wow. one because there was them and then there was Ashland. Yeah, yeah, Ashland yeah. So, Kansas. but the, like the first two, so Roxy Ann opened in like 1959 when Carl was born. <laughs> and then. <laughs> that wasn't when Carl was born. That's when he graduated high school. Oh, that's right. That that's shit right. is a fact. Like, it was just a f- right about the time Confidence. the world became Confidence. color. You know, when we went from black and white to yeah. color. Right, yeah, You know, AKA. well, speaking exactly. of, and then actually, shit. Medford Lanes. Medford Lanes used to be where you know where Chip Wright's karate's at across from Jefferson Spirits, right by the street. Right. Club? Yeah. Yeah. They used to be right there in 1959, and then moved it over to Medford Lanes at Roxy or at, okay. uh, at Riverside, right there. Mm-hmm. And now it's all like Kids Unlimited. But I've seen. That you know that changed. They didn't have the shopping center where Marshalls and yeah, Dicks and none of that. That was all just field. And they it's had too a bad tool that that's a Kids there. Unlimited and not an America's Best Kids. Yeah, 
ding, plug. You know what's so funny is like <laughs> not being from here, people, you know, would say stuff to me about, well, so-and-so used to be over there. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't right. remember that. I wasn't yeah. here then, you know. We but, had Chuck E. Cheese here. Yeah, see, people just bring that up. Like, I don't know. We had Chuck E. Cheese where the old TJ Maxx was My at. favorite, this is, this is a fun fact. Mm. You'll love this one. Because, like I said, I got some redneck roots. So I used to be a hunter, you know. It was, mm -hmm. like, required mm -hmm. in order for you required. To, to prove you were male. Back then, you had to learn how to hunt. And so uh, mm. where Costco now is, mm -hmm. that's where I used to dove hunt. Oh, it makes Damn. sense. Because I was off field. Mm. And it was the weirdest thing ever because we would literally pull off of the highway, yeah, turn left and drive not even a half mile, park the truck and be hunting like Dubs. right where the highway was, <laughs> right, right. And that was very normal. There was multiple well, hunters. None of that stuff was there. Sonic and all that stuff that's behind right. it. None of that was there. The he went dove hunting. So for well, this sense. is what it sounds like when doves die. Doves die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just like my father. I like to blow <laughs> shit up. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, the worst part about all of it was like, none of that shit's good. It's like elk. Elk is good. That's what I heard. I elk heard is elk good. is fire. You haven't now, had no elk? Deer, that's deer another is, good point. Deer is only okay. Mm -hmm. But that's another good point. Wild turkey is fucking horrible compared to like regular It's the turkey. wildlife. The, right. the gaming. The right. gaming. There's, a lot there's of very few animals that are actually worth... Really eating Elk as far fire. as like going to all the effort. Unless Bear's you're like good for like jerky and stuff. See, this is the conversations Bear that you won't have in every yeah. in every right. area like this. Yeah. I hear a lot of every, people every, talk every, to me yeah. about uh, elk and um, yeah. God, what else somebody asked me. You ever had any goat? Like what the hell? Well, it was interesting because there was a dude that illegally. <clears throat> What is Levi doing? Levi is always doing something. If you guys can see, he's literally not see him. He's air fucking a goat. That's what he's doing. He's a goat fucker. Yeah, Levi is the goat. Sorry, sorry to bring that visual in there, but you have to see what we're forced to see. Yeah, okay, okay. Our loyal viewers. We had to get the visual. Sorry, we already got the visual. But the the weird thing is like all of that comes together in the weirdest fucking way in places like Eugene and Ashland where you have these major clashes of culture because there's still a lot of farmland in Ashland and there's still all the most progressive area right. yeah, other yeah. than Portland in our state is Ashland. It's funny how the two most progressive areas are like pushed to the very outskirts. That's of the a good point. Yeah, and the fucking border. Right here. We like, keep you guys way out on here. Your way to, on your way to Washington, right. on your way to California, do that shit. But that's a good point, man, because what was it about Ashland that made that like our uh, gay rights capital? Of, I think it was a very, because they got the Shakespeare Festival. They got all the, like, the entertainment. It was, it was supposed to be uh, a tourist trap. That was right. the whole intention of Ashland was. There was some cool history there, and it was right over the borders. It was easy mm -hmm. for Californians mm -hmm. to come across and check it out. But the main idea behind Ashland was that it was supposed to be, like, this little quaint border town. We're going to make it really cool. It was Shakespearean themed, so all of the shops were, like, little hamlets, mm -hmm. and everything looked the part and um as people visited it it became the aesthetic it was like oh we all kind of like this look and we want to live in this place mm -hmm. it's visually pleasing and people are pretty progressive and cool right. but there was always this kind of clash of culture because right up in the hills were all these old farmers that had lived there forever mm -hmm. and all of a sudden now like 
what are these kids with all their green hair? And you yeah, know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of change yeah, coming yeah. out yeah. really fast for the people in the hills, so to speak. To like, and so it, it kind of was, was this clash. But more and more artists came, and more and more people who didn't fit in in other places. Like, let's say you were Californian, but you weren't LA and you weren't mm-hmm. Bay Area, and you didn't know where to go, and you weren't Oregonian. But mm-hmm. there was this, like, this yeah, weird, yeah, this weird little place you could go mm-hmm. and you kind of fit in and everybody right. there mm-hmm. was also very esoteric and maybe they didn't fit in. And in the beginning, it was an amazing, beautiful experiment, like it always is. And then over time, unfortunately, in these places, like it happens <coughs> in a lot of trendy areas where <coughs> property values go up and investors come in and people from out of state start buying it up. And pretty soon the people who grew up here can't afford to live here anymore and they all have to move out. And it's like you've yeah. seen it over and over and over again in all of the best places. Gentrification. So um, what happens, though, is you end up with this these weird alcoves. So the Ashland's one of them because the farmers won't leave and the progressives love it they're not leaving and the farmers don't really fuck with them that much and they don't really fuck with each other that much but you know if they were to talk on an interview they would be of opposing viewpoints um and then you have eugene which is kind of the same way it's like farmers farmers colliding Mm -hmm. with college students Mm -hmm. and it's not the same as as portland which would be a good point to make on the podcast is that don't judge us by Portland just because there's weird shit in Portland. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's not mm-hmm. all of Oregon. Yeah, but you know, because people, my, my homies would hit me up, man. What's going on in Portland? Because like, trust me, people I from don't know. I know. I know as much as you know. Yeah. Yeah. People from, from Pendleton, not the same. Uh, not even close. Not the same. I mean, not the same as the people from Medford. Not, not the same Ontar- as the people from Eugene. Ontario, Oregon. I look at Oregon as a LaGrange. state where mm-hmm. you have so many different types of people just a town over. Yeah. yeah, because everybody has their own thing. Southern Oregon has their own thing. Central, Eastern right. has their own thing. They're Levi, all different atmospheres. Levi, where did you grow up? Compton. Compton. Condon. Condon. Oh, that explains it. Oh, city Condon. of Condon. City of Condon. Straight out of Condon. Our brother named Levi. He grew up in a condom. <clears throat> Where's that near? Where's that? Hermiston. Uh, Hermiston, watermelon, which again is an Eastern. Don't look at me when you say watermelon. What the fuck is that? Eastern I just looked at how you he said. He looked at it. me like you want to go for it. I'm like watermelons, right, Carl? <laughs> That's what I waited for. Like Carl, watermelons, right? Well, you know what's so crazy? So this is what I used to hear. This is what I hear a lot. Still, people think like it's so racist out here. White people who don't play that shit, that racist shit, right? You know. F- are very protective of you know of of me experiencing that. And they would say to me, "It's so racist out here. How you out here?" I'm like, I haven't experienced it like that. I mean, yeah. I've been, I've been, I live in all the states I name. I lived in, and you experience it. But you know, when they say this shit to me, like the sundown law, right? You know, it used to be the sundown. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. You know, I've seen it, and, and it's weird it because it's in little shitty ass towns that I've seen it happen. No Negroes will be passing by just to stuff the drop off the ugly white bitch that they. <laughs> Well, I've I've definitely I'm seen dropping it. you off. I've, bitch, I've seen people come through <laughs> after the and try, to, exactly. and try to live here and get run out. I've seen it actually happen before. Yeah, but honestly, mm. in the uh, probably about the time when In Living Color came out and Cross Colors, <laughs> it's, it's I've hilarious. talked about this before. Cross Colors, the no, hip hop gear, it, baby, it was hip hop culture. It was a big fucking deal. What what comedy did to allow white people to become comfortable with other cultures? It was a big thing. True. That's and a good point. as mine started to change, I saw it start to change. But I also was alive for the part of the time where it was the old Oregon. And it wasn't, I mean, man, you would be hard pressed to find anyone who was even of any kind of color. 
Ooh, I know. I believe it. And then uh-huh. in the, the 80s, all of a sudden, there became like a really thriving Mexican community. And that was yeah. around the orchards yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And people were kind of like nervous about it when it happened. Like, hmm, there's a lot of them. And then nothing happened. And. There was no badness and no nothing happened. Nothing happened, oh. and, the, and the white people looked around and were like, "We love pears, and this is good." Yep, and the minds opened a little bit, mm-hmm. and and even my grandfather, he was pretty racist against all sorts of different types of people, but he was open to Mexicans, and I even asked him why, and he's like, "They're farmers." Like he just not a threat. <laughs> well, no, he just he saw himself in them, like they're farmers. Good point. Right? I like you know? that. That's but but he still was prejudiced against other people. You know, but he, again, minds were changing, but it's interesting now because I think that um, there's a lot here for people to come and see mm-hmm. who are from anywhere that's not like Oregon. Like if you, if, I don't care what your culture is, but if you've never been around people that grow their own food or raise cattle for meat or have farms of any kind, it's worth coming to check it out. It's kind of an interesting thing seeing where your food comes I'm from. I'm okay with being out of my comfort zone, whatever that looks like. Some some people, you got, you got like, I've I come across a lot of blacks who come to Oregon who might have came from Detroit, who might have came from Philadelphia, whatever, and be like, oh, my God, this is so different. Like, well, no shit. That's you go anywhere. If you yeah, go what to, do you expect it to if be? You, if, you go to, if you go to Houston, you're going to exactly something that's home. totally different from Philly. Oh, yeah. no matter, like, that's if just, I go to Louisiana, uh, I want it to be different. Yeah, exactly. That's the point of oh, me going. Sure. Yeah, sure. so like, but yeah. yeah, yeah, take the opportunity to embrace what's popping yeah. off around here, and you'll be all right. You'll be amazed at how it changes your judgment because – you so used to seeing people like you, right? That's how you. That's how you function. Feel safe, but I I enjoyed over my years of growing up of just being able to uh, be a, a, leaving Virginia was like the best thing I did because I got yeah. to Wisconsin. I was like, oh, there's some crazy shit because it was a like because I wasn't a drinker. I didn't I didn't drink until I was like 23. I saw people getting liquor wasted. I realized that's what you do in this part of the country. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin is drinking, you know. It's and, part of the and, culture and in then, a lot of areas. And then it was a lot of, it was like no diversity in that part of the country. Iowa, certain parts of Minnesota, certain parts. So a lot of guys I knew didn't have that diversity in their life. They were very ignorant. So I come through, they learn it from me. Right. You know, and then I go to Arizona. Boom, Hispanic community. I'm like, Wow, I yeah. learned a lot about Hispanics like that. And I was like, man, this is, you know, I didn't. And man, if you, I don't even want to think about it, but if there's still somebody listening to this that's mm. like questioning other races. Yeah. And maybe changing mm. your viewpoints. Maybe you don't like it, you're uncomfortable outside mm-hmm. of your own. You know, just being open and honest, if that's your thing. Consider trying Mexican first. <laughs> It is a really yeah, fun you, culture to you, learn about, and yep, to, and nope. they will open their arms. The food's they great. will, oh, and especially even if you tell a Mexican, like, "Look, I've always kind of been a little nervous, and I want to know a little something more about the culture, and I would love to come and like actually hang out." Their eyes will light up. They love that, yeah, because they hate the stereotype mm-hmm. as much as everybody else. It's like, man, beautiful. Beautiful people, mm-hmm. so inclusive, so inclusive, rich Super. family traditions, yep. Very like family oriented. You, if you went to uh, like a family barbecue within forty five minutes, you're gonna feel like you're part of that family. Yep. If oh, yeah. you're invited to that barbecue, mm-hmm. man, 
And there's that's what I grew up doing. I was all there's a lot of races that aren't that way. There's a lot of races that kind of watch you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And um, and that's fine. Everybody's different. But I will just say, if you (laughs) if you're like maybe i'll step outside of my comfort zone yeah make yourself some friends yeah so what mexican matt is community. trying to say is if you see me and a mexican go to the mexican first right what i'm saying is cross Skip the street me. like if you're walking carl down gonna the, share shit. the street yeah if you're walking down and you see carl coming at you cross the street and go to that mexican. and go to the mexican instead carl ain't gonna share shit <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 diagonal racism. It's, yeah. it's, it's diverse racism. It's proactive. You know what it is? It's inclusive racism. Yeah, because I'm including I'm more than a watch. It's, it's diverse racism. That's what it is. That's what I told Levi earlier. I only make black jokes because representation matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, right in that edge. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I love about Oregonians: um, open to arts. Yeah, you can go to Portland and check out an opera. You can go see uh, a rodeo. You can go to a, uh, a cosplay slash, um, you know, role playing medieval festival. Mm-hmm. You can find a Viking themed event with competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's armless wrestling events in Oregon. There are uh, uh, cow adult shop cow racing events. <laughs> I mean, you know. I think that the interesting thing about Oregon, Oregon is like, it's like a uh, late night on MTV used to be. You oh, have yeah. no fucking idea what was, what was going to come at you, <laughs> oh, but you knew it was going to be come at you. Get odd. it? Cinemax. Right. You have no idea what's coming at you. Coming. Cinemax. I said Cinemax. 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 You said But Cinemax and HBO were like that at night. Yeah. Right. You, yeah, never, you never, knew. never knew. It was like, oh, it's going Skinamax. down. That's kind of like going. Oregon. If you go to a party in Oregon, <clears throat> it could be a lot of different things. Oh yeah. yeah. You know. Well, so, even even Medford, man, like you bringing up all the. All the diverse they can bring. You bring a rodeo. They bring uh, monster trucks. <laughs> right. That's not much diversity. Those are all. That's kind well, of in the same. Yeah, but it's like they do rap. Not really. They do rap yeah. stuff. Yeah. You got some monster. Carl's truck like, dudes. you know, they have like gravel roads. You can drive down, <laughs> and you can put your tailgate down. Yeah. And they got calf wrestling, yeah. <laughs> and then they also got the rodeo, and then also they got the Grand Ole Opry, yeah, which is exactly. nice. But no, some 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 monster trucks. A lot of cultural diversity. They won't fuck with a rodeo. Oh yeah, no. They look right. at them like fucking broke back. And fuck right. rodeo. You know, Only so. big and rich. Only the guys big from big and rich. rich embrace the culture. There you go. You know. But marijuana has drew a lot of people out here. Oh yeah, and uh, I've I've come across a lot of guys who were from the south, the east coast, wherever, who came out here for the marijuana, and they loved it. They I could say Southern Oregon, they loved this part of the right. Right. I don't know if they're too familiar with the Portland, but you know, if you coming out here, you end up like you know doing whatever you can to connect with the uh, growers all through Oregon. So it draws a lot of people. So a lot of them come out here because my brother loves it out here. My brother's come out here a few times visit, but it draws a lot of people and they love it. They come out here. Imagine if it gets gets federally legalized, how many people are going to be. There's already a lot of people come here and invest in stuff like that. I have some clients. It's like if you're you're um, like ultra conservative and you really fear marijuana being legalized, but you own property in Southern Oregon, you're kind of shooting yourself in the own dick. (laughs) <laughs> because if it actually became federally legal, your property value would quadruple. Just saying. I think um, Oregon's medical field pays is like one of the best payers for like nurses. Yeah, it's really? huge. Yeah, I didn't I think know that. A lot of nurses, uh, traveling nurses, pick Oregon. 
There's a lot of people that like silent mm-hmm. silent investors and stuff too with the marijuana stuff. So yeah. it's illegal here. I have clients that used to they have like rentals that they sell and buy better rentals now they bought back when the market crashed and stuff and they do their granddaughter does Airbnb over like um off North Phoenix, Cherry Lane, that area, Cala Vista. And uh they had Kevin Garnett stayed at their um Airbnb and rented mm-hmm. one of their Mercedes and he was looking at properties to grow marijuana around here and uh, right. i mean you get that all the time like i feel like people come up here and invest and obviously they're kind of late to the big. party but yeah a little late but <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is what it is but yeah because um, we um i mean celebrities move out here right. you know yeah. they live on these little i mean know, we said it before then, we're trying to yeah. maybe we get belushi on the show one yeah, day he's he's yeah a, there he's, you go he's one of the people that moved out here and and he's got belushi farms mm-hmm. and does quite an operation out there they took an old property that is probably too much for most people to really be able to reclaim and mm-hmm. and turned it into this really amazing property that uh kind of brings community events and all sorts of things yeah. and massive farm maybe one day we'll get them on the show we can smoke some belushi weed <laughs> it's a challenge belushi if you're hearing this or if <laughs> people hilarious. are hearing this you come smoke some weed yeah come smoke with the heckle proof crew or at least one of us at least one. these motherfuckers <laughs> that gets high part two you know, all it takes is fifteen hundred dollars. Like it's actually a thing. If if you got every able bodied twenty one and year older person to spend fifteen hundred dollars a year at the dispensary, it would completely turn around Oregon's economy in a single year. Wow. But y'all people are selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You don't care about Oregon's economy, like, oh I don't smoke weed. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> Carl. Carl. Damn right I know. Mm-hmm. Carl, I, <laughs> I sell it. <sighs> so I smell it every year. When what you got, Carl? What? What you doing? Oh, I was looking up, uh, trying to find what I was saying regarding to highest paying uh, states. Okay. And I know Oregon falls in the top 20. For nursing and like medical field? Well, just period in a lot of areas. Periods. I think, I think even in teaching. We have the most periods. Yep. Because you got the most bitches out here. That's why. There might be a high concentration of Karens in certain parts of the Karens. <laughs> well, I was I was um, if looking at all the news stories and everything. You know, we always do our news stories. Mm-hmm. We always do our facts and everything. And the funny thing is, like, man, I have tried to find you guys a fucked up Oregon story. Oh, if wow. I'm, Oregon's right now. You know what Oregon's doing? They're that, they're that, that kid, that little disobedient kid, right? But Christmas is almost here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's being real good. That's what yeah, Oregon's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know Oregon is capable of giving me oh, a fucked yeah. up story. I mean, we had like you know the lady that fed her ex husband to her pigs and pigs, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had some messed up shit yeah, happen here. Gold Hill. And of course, now that I get a podcast mm-hmm. and a format, you know, and a place to share Oregon, nothing's happening. Nothing's yeah. popping. Oregon up. just being normal as fuck. Mm-hmm. Normie, yeah, normie oh, motherfuckers. Right. Oh, who cares about cereal? They're just passing through. They're just stopping for You know what? Weed. I'm not trying to step on Shane Bishop's dick. Ah, He's going to cover the murders and it's let him do it. We're not going to do it better. We're not going to do it better. <laughs> that's hilarious. You're going to out-report Shane Bishop? No, you're no. not. Not on Heckleproof. No. no, you're not going to out Shout out Shane. Shout out to Shane. Shout out Shane. So, Carl, what you got for some news stories? Actually, we talked about let's Let's see what's up for Oregon. Some Oregon fun facts. facts. Let me see. Fun fact, Oregon. Hey, what the fuck? Oregon facts. Hell's Canyon. Ooh, I used to go fishing up there. Hell's Canyon. Mm-hmm. And where's that located? In there. It's like Eastern Oregon. It's like the border of Oregon, Washington, no. Idaho. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's. Corner Oregon. 
Where is it then, Maddie? Where is it? I go up there. Maddie's just no, not going to say shit. I swear. I go up there, Copperfield. Maddie's just going right to say there. no. Mm. Hell's Gate. Well, it's the deepest river gorge mm. in the United States. River Gorge. Hell's Canyon. Yes, the sir. The deepest river gorge. We go camping and, there all the time. Oh, in 1949. Oh, at 19. <laughs> Carl don't know how to read. When Carl graduated. Deep, right. What is that? Oh, what is. Probably, I'm going to guess. 1,949 feet deep. Is it like the largest? Is it like the deepest? Deepest lake in Only the United States. Only thing I can think of is Crater Lake. Crater there you lake. go. There you go. I figured that's probably what it is. That's that's a huge, that's like a that's like a national monument. Right oh, and you're Oregon a, has a national monument. the most of these in any state. Transgenders. <laughs> <laughs> well, we about to get canceled. That Either that or Fuck joined. You, joined. Fuck you, Zachary. Uh, or, state Oregon. parks? Ghost towns. Trees. Oh, Trees ghost towns. is the actual answer. Mm-hmm. Trees. <laughs> that's, that's good. In both forms. Yeah. Unemployment claims. Ghost town. Give us another Kate, fact. Thank you, Kate Brown. Kate Brown. That was good, man. Breweries. That would be a good one. Microbreweries. That's good, yeah. <laughs> Specifically. Okay, oh, you got any more what facts, else, You know what else Oregon would have the most of? Subarus. I'm going to go That's out on a true. limb. I'm going to say Subaru. Oregon, Oregon and Colorado is a close second. <laughs> Washington and Oregon. I actually drive a Subaru. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. A Subaru Forester. Ooh, you got the lesbian edition, too. Yep. yep. I call it my lesbian assault vehicle. Urban lesbian assault vehicle. All right, hit us up again, man. What no, let's do some. Hit it, Zach. Uh-oh. Hey, what the fuck? Facts. Yeah, check this out, guys. So this is something we love to do. As you know, our fun facts is very popular. We get a lot of requests. Like, popular. you guys, make sure you do fun facts, and we don't want to disappoint you. So ancient Chinese physicians keep a small ivory medical doll in their desk to help them treat female patients. Why do you think that is? It's a, uh, a small ivory metal doll. Medical doll. Medical doll. In their desk to help them treat female patients. A voodoo doll? Why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. Now think about, now again, like I said, it's, it, it's Chinese physicians. So what do you think it could be? It says, it's like a, it's like, is it like Historical. a. Historical. It's an ancient thing. It's like a crystal they, thing, like the crystal stuff. That kind of thing. If it's a doll, it's an ivory medical doll. Mm. I'm gonna, yeah. See, I'm got you deep now. So I'm gonna say miscarriage. Well, because um, female patients who were forbidden from showing too much skin to a male other than their husband, women seeking medical attention will point to the areas on the doll where they had discomfort. Oh, so it's modesty. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Right here. Because exactly. I have zero modesty. Right. <laughs> like, and I know no one who does. Up your None of my friends. It's right here. That's, yeah, right that's here. where the lesion like, is. Sir, I'm a mechanic. Put your balls away. The lesion is clearly right here, sir. <laughs> yeah, right here. It hurts right here. Yeah, exactly. My taint's more like a tisn't. Can taint. you look at it? Tisn't. Now, we do this whenever we go out to a lot of events, a lot of times now. Pre-funk. A study found that taking lots of these at an event will actually decrease your ability to build memories of it. Viagra. 
<laughs> you said by Viagra You said what Methamphetamines Damn you don't want those At the same time <laughs> Taking You'd be fucking these. in a rush <laughs> Wait say it one more time Say the whole thing All right. Taking a lot of these A study found that Taking lots of blank At an event Will actually decrease Your ability To build memories of it Shots Mm-mm. See I love the Photos my man, good job. Oh, yeah, because yes. you're not living in the moment. You're not living in the moment, exactly. So you don't remember Because if I'm not drinking, I'm doing selfies. That's how I knew that. Yeah. You know, I and, and honestly, a lot of artists nowadays, concerts, whether stand-up or... I hardly take anything. Calls, they don't let you have your cell phones in there anymore. No cell phones. Especially stand-up. So, like, please, no phones. Because they're filming specials. And now you're so. you sending it out no, you know, and you're fucking you, it up you, for... You know the reason why it used to be, like before they cared about you, putting it out there because no one had an audience in the beginning like i don't care if your five friends saw it but now everybody's got like a 400 friends 400 friends yep. makes a difference exactly but it was the flash in the beginning because a performer if you hit him with a flash at the wrong time it can actually make you forget that's what i was gonna ask. it's like a yeah. mental thing and yeah and, and a flashing strobing light you're not expecting flashing you're in the lights, middle of lights, singing your lyrics she you don't might forget your shit shooting stars all right here's my last one okay in the late 19th century the sears catalog Ooh. Sears Roebuck, a.k.a. the first mm-hmm. Playboy, used to offer a blank kit, including a syringe, two needles, and two vitals of this for only $1.50 or slightly less than $5, than $50 adjust for inflation. Uh, abortion. Mm. So it was a Just kit. Just a regular sewing kit. Now, now, hear what I said. Now, the key word is what I said is Shady. including a syringe, two needles, yeah, and I said abortion. And, two, and vitals of this stuff. Cocaine. Close, Maddie. Heroin. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say that. But you fucking but you didn't. didn't. How about that? You huh? didn't. Huh? Say, but the thing is, but I was, was going to say it as a joke. I wasn't going to say it seriously. It's seriously, though. What? Heroin kit. Well, because a lot of drugs back then were not drugs. were not uh, recreational street drugs. Yeah, right. straight up. Right. Like, well, Molly, before it was Molly, was called what? Marcy. Karen. Marcy or Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Karen. Dar- Dar- Darcy. It was MDMA? Well, just, yeah. And so, what was it used for? Well, I don't know. To, Concerts. To improve. <laughs> Concerts. <laughs> yes, to help you get to make EDM to bearable. To do a Fleetwood Mac concert. <laughs> it was like, I can't watch this shit. To help me make Migos bearable. I can't watch this shit. What were they used for? <laughs> but it was used for... To, to help the couple improve their sexual life. Damn. Yeah, that's what it was for. For them to get some, like, I don't like, I hate this bitch, but this shit got me wanting to lick his ass. Fucking eating fucking yeah. anything. <laughs> fucking electrical outlets exactly. in the house. Yeah, exactly. I like, like, stuff I like the good. idea that at one point in time when you just had a shitty sex life, the, the answer was just, yeah, you should both be on drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're never going to get better on your own. We, it's we clearly, never, you can't ever How do we fix this? So you we, don't. Never talk. Terms. we never talk. We never talk. She doesn't touch you. me. She don't want to be around me. You ever use heroin? What? Right. <laughs> right. It's like, man. Give my, you a hallucinogenic fuck whoever you want. Yep. <laughs> my lady's way too uptight in bed. Like, have you ever tried cocaine? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Medical grade, of course. Have you ever put this in her ass? She never <laughs> does anything around the house. She's lazy. You ever familiar with methamphetamine? Methamphetamine. No. What is that? They'd have some catchy ass slogan it's a too. Good to house be like, cleaner. Methamphetamine. Get more done <laughs> faster. 
<laughs> Bigger, faster, stronger. Kanye's out there producing shit for meth. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, get yeah. more done. What faster. you mean? I gotta do shit on methamphetamine. Ooh. I gotta clean. Let me get a hit of that methamphetamine. Yeah. <laughs> a hit of that? Let me get a hit of that. I'm, I'm glad it didn't sound like the right lingo. I'd be more concerned if you're like, yeah, dog, like from beat up from the feet up. You know, I'd be like, dude, Zach, what's wrong with you? Beat up from the feet up. <laughs> yeah. There's up. certain things that you could say as an Oregonian and people are like, he on meth. Uh, he on the meth. up from the feet up. Yeah. Can your car run without a... Cadillac converter. <laughs> Cadillac. Cadillac converter. That's what they call it. It's great. You get the Cadillac. You got that Cadillac converter. Son, I get like three. I get three meths. Three meths. <laughs> get like three meths from. I get three meths from a, a Cadillac. Cadillac converter. Cadillac converter. Converts a regular car into a lack. Oh, man. Those are some crazy. That is. This is a good one. You know the statues of uh, War Hero? Where there's a person on a horse. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so this is fun. Fact, General Lee. Fun fact about these statues. <laughs> General Sow's chicken. This is something that most people don't know. A uh, Not necessarily a what the fuck fact, but an interesting fact. Uh, if a statue in the park of a person on a horse has both legs of the horse in the air, what does that mean? If the horse has two legs in the air, what do you think that means? Oh, like like this. Okay, like mm-hmm. Lone Ranger when he used to mm-hmm. end it with uh, high old silver. And yep. Does that mean they victory? What do you think? I don't know. Something like that, or they like died on the horse, not on the horse. Or Zach like is actually correct. If, if a statue has a person uh, where the horse's Ooh. two front legs are both in the air, that person has died in battle. Oh, that was dope, right? Uh, well, I was close too. I said, "What do you no, think?" Ain't victory. No. What do you? What do you? They th- lost. Uh, yeah, they died in battle. Yeah, they, they lost. Died. <laughs> we died. Let's ride. We died. Let's ride. If the horse has one leg, one front leg in the air, what do you think happened? Another soldier died. The horse Not died. That. The horse died in battle. That would be good. I like that. It's like why even have that statue mm. with the person? Fuck that. Just the horse. <laughs> just, just the just horse. The, horse. <laughs> 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 the statue is torn. one leg. <laughs> Does that a, have anything to do with victory? This was a good ass fucking horse. We're gonna honor the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> so one leg in the air meant that the person uh, died. But later on, so that it is from their wounds and battle died later on. Gotcha. If the horse has or the horse has all four legs on the ground, then that person just died of natural causes. Ooh, oh, interesting. So that's so little, they won't. So little trivia: the next time you see a, mm. a statue with somebody on a horse, there you go. No. I could, that's another mm. fun fact I can tell people. It won't get died you in the sleep. It won't get you laid, <laughs> but it might be one of those uh, died in the sleep. Look at them, girl. Might want be one of those four, all four planet, all yeah. four feet of planet. Died in the sleep. Yeah, me is worthless. <laughs> <Didn't even honor laughs> uh, what happens if the horse is crushing the man? Like the horse is falling over and the man's underneath the horse. Are you serious? That's another one? No, but that should be. I was about to say like that. <laughs> like, you know that, what means that means a fucked up statue. That's they a messed fucked it up. up. That no, it means like, that uh, horse was like, fuck this war. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. out. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All right. Uh, what do you think the, test, the word testify is based around? Any guesses? Testify. I don't know what Levi just did, but I don't think it has anything to do with testify. Um, telling. telling. Well, I mean, we don't know what the actual word yeah. means, but uh, word the idea here is like, you know, everything's based on Latin. So, like, what's the word testify? Yeah, yeah, testicles. okay. What's it mean? Mm. Your test- you, you're saying testicles. Testicles. What do you think it means? 
getting tested. Oh, that's a, that's a deep because like you know testament test. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm breaking out everything. You know how they. Right. So you that's know, deep. So you're, you're looking at it more like a trial, like a test of a person. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it like when what the word testimony means, what it means to right. testify. Right. So what that word test touch the sky means in that. Ways, so. You know? <laughs> so the word testify is based on the ancient Roman practice of making men swear on their testicles while making a oh, statement Levi in court. Just did Let's that. Go. Yeah. yeah. Yep, off camera, Levi is Levi. Been, you got to give us better hints. He's been uh, off camera. Yes. He's been Damn, aggressively pointing to his nuts. Just pull time. your balls out next time. That's yeah. what, duh, right? That makes ooh, that's deep. And, wow. and what it would mean is like, let's say um, yeah. the king came to collect a debt, and you said, "I'm sorry, I haven't paid the debt. It's been a rough season, but I know that I'm going to be able to pay it by midway through the next year." And they would be like, "Swear on your nuts." And if you didn't, they would come collect. How do you swear on your nuts? You just just hold say them these, out, nuts, these nuts. These right. nuts. These nuts. I'll have your money by Friday, these nuts. nuts. You know, like I swear on my mama's grave. I swear on my nuts. These I'll nuts. I swear on my nuts sack. These right. nuts. And they would come collect. So if you didn't pay your debt, they would come take your balls and you'd Bays. be a eunuch. Ugh. So the word testify. Uh, test comes from testicles. Test, testicles. That's, that's deep. Just yep. one. Uh, they don't negotiate. In Rome. Damn. Ancient Rome. Well. Did you guys know you can major in wine at Cornell University? I know some people who came to university to Southern Oregon and majored in wine. I was like, what the fuck is that? Makes sense. Got a lot of wine around here. I know a few people that probably. My daughter's boyfriend, actually, he majored in wine. And whiny. Whiny, exactly. You whiny whiny little. (laughs) Whiny little bitch. (laughs) You listen in, Carl's daughter. You got a whiny little bitch on your hand. <laughs> Imagine him being a whiny little bitch. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm sure he's cool. Yeah, he is. He's All right, cool. the last one for today. Take a guess at what a group of ferrets is called. You know how like each animal a fro, like, a moderators. You know, you got like a flock. Oh no, that's crows of seagulls, ravens. Right. You a get fer- a murder of crows. A group that's of ferrets is called right. a group of ferrets. What do you think? A fro. Levi, stop pointing to your nuts again. <laughs> and it's not all about your nuts. It's not Levi. about your nuts, Levi. A group of ferrets is called a stinky pile of yeah. shit. It's not uh, wow. Fruit of the Loom. It's not one of those. I wouldn't have any clue. I never. What right. is it? You know what owls are? College. A college of owls. Mm-hmm. Right. So they all are a little weird, but a group of ferrets is called a business. Really? <laughs> <laughs> And I just really uh, like that. Like, they're all up in uh, your business. I'm going like, to give you the business. I need to get a ferret loan. Why did you right. give me this box of ferrets? I told you. Like, I open my front door, and my kitchen's a mess, and I look around, and there's a whole business of ferrets in my fucking business. house. That's crazy. A it's whole like, business. Not just so two ferrets. A whole fucking business of You go to the bank and get a ferret loan. Like, here's one for Levi. <laughs> Levi, what do you call... Well, personal loan? No, give me the ferret loan. What do you call a Man, group... you need to buy your ferret. What do you call a group of rabbits? Ribbits. Levi should know Ribbits. <laughs> This one's a weird one. A group of rabbits is known as a Warren. Oh. Warren G? Yeah. Warren G. Regulators! Yeah. Mount up. Fun fact. Hey, what do you call a group of squid? Wait, what do you call what do you call a group of squid? A squad. Oh, a squid squad. <laughs> that was good. Squid squad. Squid squad. Squid Squad. That's good. Yeah. 
That was a horrible way to end it, but we could end it there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thanks for tuning in to Squid Squad. You know, uh, your host, Carl Lee, Zach Bolton, Levi's Nuts, and Maddie J. And Maddie J. We do appreciate you guys tuning in. No doubt. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends if they're on the Squid Squad. We appreciate that. You can subscribe to our Patreon for only $9.99. You can Mm -hmm. see Levi's Nuts. Carl's on Grinder. Peace. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us wherever fine podcasts are streaming. 